Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of The Unique Radio's Manifest Monday Show. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and every Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, we release a new episode to help you learn more about the power of manifesting. The more you listen, the more you'll learn. On the second Monday of each month, our sponsor, Jillian Harris, joins us. Visit her at theconsciouscougar.com and learn more about how she uses the power of color, energy, thought, emotions, and crystals to help her manifest and how she can help you learn how to manifest even better. Call 516-418-5651 on the second and fourth Mondays at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time when I am live with Jillian or possibly other guests. Be sure to follow The Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your other favorite platforms so you don't miss a single one of our most popular podcasts. Now let's get to today's topic. Good, good, good morning. Happy, happy, cute. Oh, wait a minute. What's today? Today's Monday. I had a birthday yesterday. So, of course, I'm a little bit goofy. Um, no big deal. I just had a birthday. Not a big deal. It's kind of, it is a big deal because that means I got another day around the sun, another year to go around, another opportunity to celebrate life. And my life is worth celebrating because I've manifested the life that I want. And as a result, here we go. So I'm um, trying to multitask. I should know better than that. That's not a smart thing for me. I don't do it well. But I want to say thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Today is Monday, January 30th, 2023. I am live for the next half hour. If anybody wants to call and um have a question or a comment or a statement about manifesting, I'm here. Talk to me. My number is 516-418-5651. And you may have noticed, if you've looked at the slideshow that I chose for today's show, there's a lot in there about go with angels. And I want to tell you, I have manifested the publication of my book in a way that has been surprising for me. It, it's just, it blows my mind. I've known for years that I wanted to write books. I've been writing as a professional oh, more years than I care to count. Let's put it like this. Yesterday when I told someone that I was celebrating my birthday, she said, well, happy 45th. And I said, oh, no, I'm celebrating the encore of my 18th birthday. Because from the day I turned 50, I started celebrating encore birthdays. And that was because my husband looked at me and he said, I can't believe you're 50. When my father was 50, he was an old man. And I said, because when your father was 50, you were a young child. But 
he just couldn't wrap his brain around the fact that I was 50. And so I asked him, how old do you think I should be? And he said, I think you should be 35. So I said, fine, I'll be 35 this year. I'll celebrate my encore 35th birthday. And I have chosen birthdays over the years that I wanted to celebrate again. Now, the year I turned 61, I stayed 61. A lot of times I would transpose the numbers because I felt like, you know, instead of being 40, uh, well, 51, I would go back to being 15. Uh, when I was 52, I went back to being 25. 53 was 35. When I got to 55, I was like, oh, then we're going backwards. Now I can't do 65. I'm not there yet. I didn't want to be 16 again. That was a bad birthday for me. I had a breakup with a boy that wasn't even a, a real boyfriend, but he was not a, not a good guy to be with. So I didn't want to re-celebrate my 16th birthday. So I decided to celebrate being 61. And I remember one year, a few years after that, someone asked me what birthday I was celebrating. And I was just so happy that year because I had gone hiking with my husband and some friends. And while we were there uh, shopping for lunch, they pulled out a birthday cake and a bottle of champagne, little silly birthday hats. And we just had a little party right there. Um, in the Beulah State Park, it was uh, uh, because that was the year I remember telling them, I think that may have been the year I was 60, but I remember telling them that I wanted to celebrate my birthday by going somewhere that was bigger and older than me. So we went to this state park where the beautiful tree, there's a gigantic oak tree. There were six of us on our outing that day. And six of us barely got halfway around this tree. The tree is purported to be about 1,500 years old. So it qualifies being bigger and older than me. So when my friend Allie asked me what year I was, she said, so what year are we celebrating with you this today? And I said, I think we're going to celebrate my ninth birthday. That was so much fun. I remember... That was the year my parents, and my parents, you have to understand, my parents had eight children. They could not afford to give each of us a grand and glorious birthday party every year. So pretty much the ones that were celebrating a significant birthday or for other reasons, I'm not sure what they were. I don't know what their logic was. Now, we all always had a birthday party at home with cake, ice cream, and gifts. But we didn't always have a birthday party that included other people. But the year that I turned nine, I remember my mother made me a Raggedy Ann cake. Now, this was way before the days of people learning to make cakes and decorating them like they do on television. But my mother was pretty clever with her birthday cakes. And she invited my entire third grade class to come celebrate with me. Might have been second grade. Anyway, I remember we walked down the sidewalk about three blocks, two to three blocks from the school to my house. And then after the party, my mother piled everybody into the station wagons, the ones that didn't live close by, 
and we took them home. Afterwards, the party just continued. I remember it so clearly because somebody gave me a little, I think her name was Susan, actually. But she gave me a little jewelry box. When you open it, it played music. It was a mirror and a ballerina that twirled around. A little plastic pink ballerina. Cheap, I'm sure, but it was the most beautiful thing I thought I'd ever seen in my life. I don't remember any other gifts that I got that year, but I remember that one. And I'm telling you this to get to the rest of my story. My point is, yesterday was my birthday, and I celebrated it by talking with my oldest son on the phone, which is rare. He and I are not estranged by any um, definition of the word, but we just don't talk often. He's a very busy young man. And older man, he's 40, almost 45. Um, but he's he's busy. He's got three very small children at home. He's got an older child out in California. He works really hard, and he suffers with PTSD. So there are times that he just withdraws, and we don't speak. But when he does call me, I treasure it, whether it's for five minutes or longer. Yesterday was more than an hour. So when I finished talking with him, my husband and I got ready and we went to Mystic Fair in Melbourne, Florida. I got to meet some amazing human beings. I gave Candace Stafford my a copy of Go With Angels. And I, I guess I've kind of gotten off the topic of thinking about um, birthdays and manifesting and how things come to be. So I manifested a beautiful birthday yesterday for myself without trying very hard. I just said, this is what I wanted. I wanted to be celebrated and I wanted to celebrate others. So I took copies of Go With Angels and I only gave one away, but I gave away about 40 copies of Be Unique magazine. And it made a lot of people happy. And I introduced myself and got their business cards, and we're going to continue sharing the joy of, of manifest. I mean, well, manifesting and metafest. But I'm here today to talk to you until somebody calls in. I've got another 19 minutes. If you want to call with your questions, the number is 516-418-5651. And the reason for having so much stuff on my uh, slideshow about Go With Angels is how that book came about. I wanted to tell you how I manifested publishing my book at this particular time. I published it in October of uh, 2022. It's hard to believe we're in a brand new year already, and but we are. We're absolutely in a new year. Um, 2023 has come. And it's just pretty magical to to be alive. To me, I think it's just pretty amazing. Um, but I wanted to share this with you because it kind of gives you an uh, an inkling into the journey that I've been on. And if I can find it, I know that I've got it here. It's just a matter of navigating. The page to get to where I need to go. Um, 
And yes, I can tell you, but sometimes when I write, my writing is more eloquent than my speaking, just simply because I am a writer and I think differently when I'm writing than I do when I'm speaking. So my point is that in October of 2023, two, goodness gracious, um, I created Go With Angels. I, I published it, and I'd been working on this book for many years. I remember writing in my manifest journal and my uh, affirmations, I am a best-selling, inspirational, motivational, highly sought-after author. And I've been writing that for years and thinking no big deal of it. I just, it is what it is. However, um, I got the book out in October and I started selling copies pretty fast. I've sold uh, not quite 100 books. I think I need to sell six more books to get to 100. Now, bear in mind, I've given away copies. I've bartered copies. I've um, given them as gifts. I've given them as uh, donations. I've donated them in on behalf of Be Unique. So I've gotten rid of 137 books in about three months, I'd say. And as a result, I'm thinking in terms of, okay, what's next? What do I, what do, I do next? So I started calculating how many books I'd need to sell before I could publish my next book. And I wondered... Which of the nearly two dozen books and manuscripts would I need to do? It took me 40 years to release Go With Angels. The reason that it came out when it did was I was pushed by entities, spirits, dead people that I know and dead people I don't know, angels. They they just kept pushing and pushing. And I had no less than two psychics tell me, that I needed to finish my book. And immediately, in my mind, I knew it had to be the Go With Angels book. I had been entertaining putting other books out. And I remember more than, mm, I'd say 30 years ago, I expected my first book out was going to be a book called Hugs. It was going to be um, virtual hugs that you could share as a gift book. But that didn't happen, and it may or may not. I don't know. But I was trying to figure out which book would be next. And I heard Gus speaking. And as you know, Gus is God, universe, spirit, source. Said, no, you will not publish any of those books. Your next book will be a book about angels for children. And I thought, okay, all right. Writing children's books is simple. It's pretty easy. There aren't very many words in it. The plot can be definitely loosey-goosey. Dialogue is always super simple, if it even exists. 
I've written four already. But I've been struggling with illustrators who decide it's not for them. So I started my own illustrations last December for a different book. That book is called If I Could, and it's about mythological creatures. If I could be a mermaid, I'd swim among the fish. If I could really do that would be my fondest wish is how the book starts. It's about two-thirds of the way finished, illustration-wise. The, the book, the basis of the book is more than 30 years old, too. There's that easy-peasy stuff. I'm like, I'll write your children's book, no problem. So I sat down to write, and absolutely nothing happened. Decided, okay, typing's not going to work, so I'll take pen to paper. Nothing happened. I set, set time aside every day for a week or more. And the only thing on my blank pages were doodles and stray pen marks. Forget about trying to do it on the computer because that just wasn't happening, period. I remember being between book buyers at the Authors for Authors book fair in late November when I asked Gus, why have you compelled me to write a children's book, but you're denying me the words I need as clearly as a bell, well, maybe not a bell, but really clearly, I heard paint the pictures, and the words will follow. Uh, um, wait, uh, excuse me, I'm not a painter. You are. You just haven't been able to release that part of yourself yet. So I painted every night throughout the December, and and during the daytime, too, I painted. I remember setting an alarm on my clock. If you remember the rules of manifesting is you have to take action. And sometimes we forget what we want, and we forget to do things, to take that action. So I set an alarm on my clock for 9.30 every night so that I would remember to stop working on Be Unique Stop doing housework. Stop doing laundry. Stop whatever I was doing and paint. And I painted and painted and painted. There was one that I really liked. Really, it was just a simple feather. It was beautiful. It was golden. And I remember telling Gus, I wish all my paintings could look so sophisticated. Let me paint like this for all of them. And Gus said, your paintings, like the angels themselves and like every child who will love your book, must be different because we all are. So Christmas came and I was texting my son, Matthew, and I shared with him some of my paintings. He called me at that point because he wanted to talk about my paintings. Now, you have to understand, Matt is a skillful illustrator who does not believe in himself. If my painting is on a level two, his is at least a nine. He doesn't believe it. Other people have told him. People that don't know him have told him. But he saw some promise in my work, and he asked me if I'd ever considered using AI for my art. I had not. 
I had never considered artificial intelligence. He suggested a particular program called MidJourney, which is an app that's on Discord. Now, if you don't know what Discord is, it's typically it's a channel typically used for gamers. And I've had Discord on this computer for since 2018, but I've been a member of Discord for a lot longer. I realized my hand paintings had opened me up to accept this AI. It also gave me something to show my son who suggested it. See, this is how Gus works. You do the work. You plant the seed. Gus leads you down the path you need to go on. As a writer, it's a really nifty way to see if you can accurately convey what you're thinking. Took a little practice and figuring out how the program works. We'll take more time. But I love the process. And I've created about 200 pieces. Some of them are very similar. But from that, from those 200 pieces, I've created about 28 pages for a children's book. And, you know, it's so funny because Gus was absolutely right, as if there was any question. As soon as I had the artwork, I found the words. In less than 90 days, I have completed a brand-new book that I did not plan. I still, needed to, I still need to work on it because this morning I woke up with another brilliant idea of how to make it even better. I really suspect that I'm going to have two books for sale at the Unique Magazine's MetaFest on April 22nd. I might even have the second book ready for my possible book signing in March at Essential Elements Wellness. Now, I'll tell you, another thing that my son did for me was he introduced, well, reintroduced me to his friend, Phil. I've known Phil for years. But he told me that I should reach out to Phil because Phil's been using the same program for his children's books and had a delightful conversation with this 45-year-old man on Saturday, the day before my birthday. And I helped, he helped me figure out how to create a little better and how to be more consistent and what I should tell the computer. So that's what I've been working on. And manifesting has a lot to do with this. I made the statement years ago that I wanted to be an inspirational, best-selling author. Well, right now, my list of books has one name on it. It's mine. It's my book, Go With Angels. So far, it's sold the most. It's not a bestseller by any stretch of the imagination for regular media, which requires that you sell, I think, 10,000 books in a week. But I'll tell you this much. I have commitments from 11 different who want to buy my angel book for children two of them have expressed a desire to have to buy three books at least that's pre-selling selling pre-selling the book you have to do 
what you have to do to manifest life you want. If you don't put in the work, you will not get the results. So what do you do? You tell the universe, first of all, be grateful. Be grateful for what you've got. Be grateful for what talent you have, skills you've got. Know that to get anything in life, you can't just, I wish for it. I want it. Why can't I have? Don't don't ever, ever, ever say, why can't I have what they have? That's comparanoia. You don't want to compare it. Thank you, David, to Giorgio for that. But you don't want to compare yourself to anybody. You want to claim it strongly, affirmatively. I am an inspirational, motivational, highly sought after, best-selling author. And so it is. My books are selling. I'm happy with the sales. I will be selling more at Essential Elements Wellness on February 5th. That's when I have my next book signing event. I expect to double the number of books I sold. I sold 11 books in December. I plan and I manifest that I will sell 22 to 30 books. That's how many I'm taking with me. And yesterday, I went to Mystic Fair, as I said earlier. I grabbed a handful. I started to count them, and I said, nah, I don't need to count. I'll just take them. I gave out every copy of the Unique that I took with me. I didn't know how many I took. I figured I'd give them out and either bring home leftovers or I would just say, I'm so sorry, I don't have any more, which led me to understand that I didn't have any extra business cards in my purse either. So I've got to refurbish that. And I want to tell anybody who wants to do anything, the way to do it is to make a statement in the present tense, very positive language, and follow through with some action. Believe that you have it already. It's yours. Be grateful for it. But you remember I was talking earlier about my ninth birthday, and if you couldn't tell how excited I was just reliving that memory, I must have done a bad job expressing it. But part of the power of manifesting is to get into that feeling of joy and know that something feels good to you. When it feels good to you, it's going to feel good to the universe, and you are going to bring that power back. What you put out is what you get back. You cannot send out good vibrations and get anything but good vibrations in return. Folks, it is definitely time. I'll be back next week. I'll be back here on Friday with uh, Go With Angels show. 
might be very similar to today's show, but they do work hand in hand. And there are some people who listen to one that don't listen to the other. But I want to tell you, if you want to join me anytime, let me know. Email me through beunique.org or go to manifestmondayshow at gmail.com. And let me know that you'd like to be a guest on my show. I'd love to have you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Remember to come back every Monday at 11 a.m. for another Manifest Lesson. The second and fourth Mondays, I am live, and my guests always have something interesting to share. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your favorite platform, and check out all our other Manifest Monday shows. If you have questions, want me to guide you on your Manifest journey, or would like a transcript of this show, just reach out to me through BeUnique.org or email me at ManifestMondayShow at gmail.com. Until then, stay present, stay positive, and always remain grateful. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton. Thank you for joining us today.